Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick concludes the two-part series, Finishing the Game, a series taught at the Trinity Church of God Men's Conference in Winchester, Kentucky. This second message taken from the series is entitled, Finishing Strong, and is taken from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick taught us what the eternal purpose of God is, and then challenged us to ask ourselves how do we measure up to it. Then he discussed the great civil war in the unbalanced church. On this broadcast, Brother Rick concludes the message and the series by taking us down the road to significance. He sounds the call to repentance for selfishness and thinking that this is all about us and not about Jesus. And now, here's Brother Rick. So if you miss any of those arrows, you're in serious trouble. Because you are leaving out part of a triune Godhead. How many knows that might not get you favor on the other side of the fence? (laughs) Brother Rick, is this important? Most important thing I've learned in 35 years. I've learned that I've been looking through the wrong scope, climbing a ladder against the wrong wall. And God has decided to give me one shot for eternal significance. I've got to hurry. Let's go a little farther. You ready? Here's a road to significance, and I'm going to end with this today. All things begin with God. Can we say that? We found out in Revelation 7... Nine, that God has an eternal purpose that was before the creation of the world. The gospel wasn't an afterthought. It was a forethought of God. Everything's been pointing to that eternal highway. Why? That glory might be brought to God from every kindred, tribe, and tongue. This is a two-lane highway. The second lane is the work of the Holy Spirit. What is He doing? He's fulfilling the eternal purpose of God. (laughs) So down this highway of eternity, there is a super interstate. Two lanes. Bigger than the Audubon. The eternal purpose of God. Say it with me. The eternal purpose of God. And the dynamic work of the Holy Ghost. Can you say it with me? The dynamic work of the Holy Ghost. Now, they know what they're doing, and they're focused. God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all doing one thing. That's why Paul comes to the conclusion, I'm going to do the same thing they're doing. This one thing I'm going to do, because that's all they're doing. And my life won't have significance if all the tribe of Benjamin shout my praises, and if all the Pharisees clap their hands. My significance is in me doing what they're doing. And the promise of God is all pointing towards that one thing. Now, thank God that the Holy Ghost takes an exit and picks you up. He whipped off an exit and found you, Mike, and saved you so that you might be with them in the Revelation 7-9 gathering, that you might be one of them with uplifted hands bringing glory to God from every kindred, tribe, and tongue, and nation. He took an exit to pick you up. And the first step secures you in Revelation 7-9, but 
He's not just about securing you. So after he chooses you, he calls you. Calls me to what? (laughs) But you have not chosen me. I've chosen you and ordained you that you might bring forth fruit, that your fruit might remain, that you may have something to bring to the Father because I saved you. Now I've called you. And so the call of God is based on purpose. But after he calls you, he covenants with you. And the covenant's based on promise. Are you with me? And then God prepares you. Why? Because I've got to have preparation. I don't know how to do this. My life will be insignificant unless somebody disciples me, prepares me. Then after he prepares you, he sends you. Sends me where? Sends me to where I can most effectively gather believers from every kindred, tribe, and town. Are you getting it? But what about when I get there? I still don't know what I'm doing. So he guides me. (laughs) Step by step. Let's practice that word one more time. And step by step, he guides me. And then step seven happens, and I come up on the eternal highway with him, and he uses me. Say it with me. Chooses, calls, covenants, prepares, sends, guides, uses. How many want God to use your life? Two years ago, God spoke a statement to me, and I'm going to put it on the board. Because it has changed my life. Here's what he said to me. He said, Rick, one day you'll stand on the hill of eternity and look back in the valley of time. And you, look at this, you will judge the significance of your life by how many times your life touched my eternal purpose. Now, fellas, I'm giving you a preview of the judgment seat of Christ this morning. You have got a bullet in your gun. One shot to be significant eternally. And that one shot has got a crosshair that's got a master, a message, a ministry, and a mission. And if I don't somehow aim that on the same direction God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit's going, and if I don't hit the target of gaining eternal worshipers for every kingdom, tribe, and tongue, I'm going to miss the target of being significant. And I will guarantee you that success will not comfort you when you realize you've been eternally insignificant. I don't know what y'all that does to y'all, but it makes me want to fall on the ground on my face and claw the dirt. It makes me want to repent. And I've repented and repented and repented and repented and repented of self. of wanting more than just the message of the gospel, of wanting the Holy Spirit to do something more than guide me towards lost souls, and wanting something more for my life than just getting somebody born again. Disciple. Because I bought into the idea that the American church is bought into. It's about us. And we put signs up, come and grow with us, come here and be blessed. We don't put up things like come here and suffer. 
come and be stripped of your own agenda. When Paul was called of God, did you know what God told Ananias to go tell him? He said, go tell Paul all the things he's going to have to suffer for me. Try to use that for your sign up for volunteer work in your church. Hey, brother, you want to suffer? Because see, in the American church, that boat won't float. Ain't nobody going to come in here and fill a pew so we can talk to them about sacrifice, about suffering, about commitment. And even this morning, it don't settle good inside of us. Because, Brother Rick, can't we talk about the blessing of God? Yeah, I am talking about the blessing of God. If you're going to have the blessing of God, you better look through his scope and put yours down. Or all you're going to do is survive and hopefully succeed, but you're still going to fall short of the target. That's why Paul said, this one thing I do, I forget what's behind me. And I pick up his scope and I press towards the mark. The one eternal bullseye that I'm going to hit with my life. <laughs> and if we're sitting in this church or at Cracker Barrel, the questions we got to ask ourselves, is my life God-centered? Can you ask that question with me? Is my life God-centered? Is the gospel the most valuable message I have? Ask yourself that. Is the gospel the most valuable thing I have? Am I operating in what God's called me to do? Can you ask that with me? Am I operating in what God's calling me to do? And am I gaining eternal worshipers through my life? Bow your heads with me, would you? I appreciate your attention this morning. I've went a little bit longer than I aimed to, but I believe it's worth your while. How many of you right now, just by the word of the Lord this morning, the presence of the Holy Spirit, can lift your hand with me and say, Brother Rick, I'm convicted by the Holy Spirit right now. I've lived my life too much for me. I've had the wrong focus. It's not my intent to embarrass any of us. It's my intent to help us have significance. That's why I'm sharing this message with you. I thank God that I didn't find this truth out, Pastor, when I stood at the throne. Thank God there's still time for my life to have eternal significance. What's it going to take? It's going to take me getting God-centered. Letting old Rick die to all he had. Well, I wish we could just stand and pray and it all be worked out, don't y'all? Wouldn't it be neat if we could just join hands and all of that could be changed and we could walk out of here focused? But how many knows that we didn't get in the mess we're in that quick and we ain't going to get out of it that quick? It's going to take more than a one-time shot. That's why for the last two years, I, or last two weeks, I've repented more than I have in the last 20 years. Because now I understand what the judgment's going to be about. I don't want to be insignificant, Pastor. So here's what I want us to do. I just want to lead you in a prayer and leave you in the atmosphere you're in right now. Can you say with me, Father, I repent of all my selfishness. I thought it was about me. And now I know it's about you. I realize that you have an eternal purpose that I have ignored. Forgive me. I have used your presence for my own gratification. Forgive me. I have ignored what you sent Jesus to do 
Securing eternal worshipers. Yet I've not done that. Forgive me. Help me, Lord, to incorporate what I've learned this morning. Thank you. You're a God of a second chance. I take that chance today. I know you've forgiven me. Your words declared. If I confess my sins, you're faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So I know now my past is behind me. So like Paul, I can forget what's behind me. But Lord, never let me forget what's before me. Help me today to realize my purpose is your purpose. Every person I meet is a potential worshiper around your throne. Let me look to you, Jesus, model my life after you. That my life may have eternal significance. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.